Hello, I'm Lizzie. And I'm Izzy, and we need help. Each week, we stumble through a new book, method, or concept that might take us one step closer to being our best self. Yes, we make fun of ourselves. And others. But mostly just ourselves. So here is to seriously not taking self-help quite so seriously. Welcome to the afterbirth. <laughs> Who do you sell? <laughs> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Welcome to the afterbirth. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> this is the We Need Help podcast. Welcome to the Afterbirth for Imperfection part due. <laughs> the Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. We did it, yo. <laughs> Gotta drop a deuce. Uno, dos, okay? <laughs> what do we okay. got? Okay. We don't know what we have. Okay. Um, first of all, if you haven't seen the episode, go on YouTube. The first 10 minutes, I laugh continuously and I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. For laughing, and I sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'm going to go back on that episode and watch the first 10 minutes because when I do, I just die laughing more. Yeah, it was recorded in a little girl's studio. <laughs> uh, no, a little girl's bedroom. Let's bedroom just like, studio. Yeah, yeah. like you're a not allowed girl to has call a studio. <laughs> like she's like, <laughs> who is she? No, she's got a little girl's what bedroom. You, honey boo boo. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only place that is like semi acoustically sound in the house that we were staying in. Um, I had to attach the microphone to this little baby chair. That she uses it was like actually a, a padded room. It was yeah. a padded room. <laughs> Acoustically sound. Everything AKA. is falling apart. <laughs> I was sweating. Padded room. There we go. Yeah. It wasn't really a little girl's bedroom, actually. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> That's it, just what I saw. And what you should know, Poland doesn't have air conditioning, right? It does not. So and you were in a hot room, hot seven-year-old's room. <laughs> no, that sounded bad. Gross. <laughs> Uh, the room was hot. hot. Let me let me re-say that. A hot seven-year-old's room. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> doesn't, still, still doesn't flow. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yes, Poland, not that they don't have okay. air conditioning, but most houses don't. So and I have to close the windows so there's no outside interference with the thing. So I'm basically always recording in a very hot box. <laughs> also okay can we confirm that the 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 little girl was not hot she's cute she's adorable she's adorable she will not <laughs> okay now this is gonna be planned in we're, my mind for the rest of the day we are a hot mess but uh let's get into what we have for the after birth and let's just ignore the fact that you said hot box <laughs> I didn't say hot box. Who said hot box? I say hot box. I am always recording in a hot box. 
The issue is, okay. okay, we're going back. We're You wanted it. We're going back. So I'm constantly recording in basically what is essentially a hot box, which causes when I get hot, and this is how you know I'm excited, the vein in the middle of my head just starts protruding <laughs> outward. So that's hot how you boxing. know. That's how you know, guys, if I'm faking it, if you do not see the vein protruding. <laughs> well, and hot boxing hot. is when too many people take drags off of, or you take mini drags off of a cigarette, right? That's hot boxing. I thought it was a when, box. when you're laying with your partner and they fart and they put the covers <laughs> over you. Oh, that's a Dutch oven. That's a Dutch oven. A hot box is when you take too many drags off of a cigarette and it's got the long cherry on it. Oh, that's a hot box. Hot I thought a hot box yeah, was hot when- boxing. I thought that was when you were smoking a joint and then you kept, you like pass the smoke around. Like you do, like no, you, pa- you blow into. There's a term into, for that. That's not hot. Oh, that's, no, that is. Um, oh, man, there's a term for that. We need an afterbirth for this afterbirth. Man. Okay, you talk about Terminator too. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google the uh, smoke blowing thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, blowing marijuana smoke in someone's face. From mouth face to mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, now that's all I care about. But uh, we had the question of what was the female in Terminator's arms? Yes. Whose arms did, did you have when the girl, the really pretty, pretty girl came up to you and you were already like looking at her like, man, why is she so pretty? And she came up to you and was jealous of your arms. Mm-hmm. And you said you had the female in Terminator's arms. And in Terminator, her name was Sarah Connor. Yeah. And her real name is Linda Carol Hamilton. What do we know about which, Linda? Uh which, you know, which should just be the end of the afterbirth, but no, I went all in on Linda. Linda played Sarah Connor in Terminator. She was in Beauty and the Beast from 87 to 90. That's 1987. That's right. Yes. That's right. There yes. was a show. I remember. She was nominated for two Golden Globe Awards and an Emmy for that. I had no idea. I know. She was also in Children of the Corn. Ooh. Which you should have known. Love you horror watch movies. Scary movies. Yeah, I do. I do. But I, you know what? I need to revisit those old scary movies. Yeah. She was also in King Kong Lives. How's that? Something I don't know. I don't know. Why the I basically this woman was in every movie I've never seen. Okay. Okay. Dante's Peak. Anybody? Anybody? Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> cricket no, chirping. Cricket never chirping. heard of it. Okay. Uh, I just almost misread my thing and said black man rising, but it's actually black moon rising. I was like, oh, Mr. Destiny. Obviously, she was in Terminator 2. Lost Girl Defiance. Now listen to this. She has a, or she had recently passed a, uh, um, identical twin named Leslie. 
So Linda and Leslie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she played her body double in Terminator 2. Oh, so was it whose arms? I don't know, but it was just in Terminator 2, so I think it wasn't in Terminator 1. Okay. But I think she probably, there's, she probably, they both have those arms. Who's she married to? That's what I want to know. Okay. This gets nuts. Okay. Give it to me. Okay. She's been divorced twice. Mm -hmm. First husband left her when she was pregnant with her son, Dalton. Why did he leave? I wonder. I almost said something crazy rude, but I'm glad I didn't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, I want to like, just note that I had a filter there. It never happens. Okay. (laughs) She then moved in with James Cameron. That's right. That's right. I was trying to figure out Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Or director, director. I'm sorry. Director of Titanic and had a daughter, Josephine. Josie's on a vacation far away. Wait, is that is that the name? Josie? Uh, far away. Okay. I'm all right. Look that up next. Okay. And then um they married in 1997, mm-hmm. divorced in 1999, and this is the fucking crazy shit. Tell me. Those two years were settled for a cool $50 million. Whoa. She got $50 million for two years of marriage. I'm trying to think of who I wouldn't be married to for $50 million for two years. (laughs) That is awesome. Quite a severance package. Well done there. And honestly, it's, it's Josie's on a vacation far away. And the song is your love by the outfield. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Good, 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 good. I mean, how bad of a husband is James Cameron? Hmm. Anyone? <laughs> it's got to be bad for $50 million, no? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe uh, he's just that rich. Or maybe he's super nice because she's got depression and she's bipolar. So maybe he's like super nice and he just wanted her to be taken care of. Yeah. Maybe. We'll never know. I mean, we might know someday. What is she doing now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the sad part. Okay. Should I look it up again? Yeah, I you didn't look see it up. It. Um, the, the practice of uh, one individual forcibly exhaling smoke into the mouth of another is called shotgunning. Oh, yes. Which also you can shotgun a beer, which is to like poke a hole in the one end and then open it and it shoots it into your stupid hillbilly mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I've never shotgunned a beer. I, I'm wondering if I have, I don't, I think I might have tried one. Yeah. I've never, no, I, I'm more of a, when I was, when I drank, I was more of a, I liked vodka. Like any vodka in any type of form, like shot form, martini form, you know, any kind of form. I cannot drink vodka. Therefore, I make people who want to drink vodka feel bad. And by saying vodka is for homeless people. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. As you look up what Linda Hamilton is doing now, or okay. is that her name? Linda Hamilton? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to cover the topic. What do people that don't use their creativity do? Like what happens to people when they don't use their creativity? And we, our plan initially was to find the most boring motherfucker who doesn't use, you know, is like the least creative person and to ask them how they're creative. And I actually found one. Um, um, I love you for that. And are we going to call him out right now or he asked to remain anonymous Oh, um, is this my check? (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) he is. He's going to kill me for saying that. He's a credit analyst. Um, but he, he says he does use his creativity, not at, at work. Um, but he, he uses it at home. He's got a fish tank. And he tries to come up with different, you know, fish combinations and to decorate it and stuff like that. So he doesn't use it in his work. But he he says before he discovered his fish tank, he he was pretty frustrated. He just said he felt kind of depressed. He didn't have like his, this. Yeah. His so, fish tank? I'm starting over. <laughs> He's an analyst who doesn't, didn't typically use his creativity until he got a fish tank. So, okay. Yeah. So he said before he got the fish tank, when he wasn't utilizing his creativity, he was depressed. He didn't feel like he had a a true purpose. Okay. Is this my dad? Because my dad has a fish tank. (laughs) And that's why I said fish tank. (laughs) Yeah. I it's not, it's not, I wonder, oh, yeah. Did you say hi for me? Is he mad because <laughs> I haven't called? He's a little mad. Okay. So, um, so little things like fish tanks and stuff like that, because I don't really consider that creative, but I guess it is. Yeah. And then I, t- I did find one more person who kind of is self-professed that he doesn't really care. He says his whole he says people like analyze, like he, he says it's an American thing. He's a Polish guy. He says it's an American thing. He goes, I just kind of get on with life. I have three children. I have to provide for those children. And I don't think about, oh my God, I'm not utilizing my creativity. And he also, <laughs> he said that things like that and thinking about things like that are a luxury. And well, yeah, he, it's privilege. Yeah. He said it's privilege and it's like, you know, he, he thinks also he, he's not a fan of Brene Brown because he thinks it's all privilege. He said, I just get up, I go to work, you know, I come home, I get joy, you know, out of my kids, you know, the fact that I can provide for them and I just get on with life. And I kind of like that approach too. And he didn't really think about, oh my God, I'm not using my creativity. He said he doesn't well, really yeah. care. So does it, I wonder if, I wonder if he feels shame at all. It doesn't sound like he's like shamelessly simple. Yeah. And he's, he's like, what are you talking? Like, I just get on with life. Why is it so difficult for you people to get on with life? (laughs) This entire podcast is rude with privilege. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Like we're the fact that we're even allowed to do it and like just fucking for our own happiness, (laughs) just go on here and like make ourselves better in front of everybody. This is privilege. Yeah. But I mean, does this guy have any hobbies at all besides his children? I mean, they're no. going to leave him. He reads. 
He's a reader. Okay. But not, he doesn't, you know, it's not like he's creative, you know, with any of this. He just, he reads, he has hobbies, you know, he just doesn't, he's not like fulfilling his creative soul. But if, doing I mean, yeah. maybe he is and he's just, his ego is like, you know, not boasting about it, but no. secretly knows that he's like better than everybody else because he's not <laughs> trying to be better. Yeah. I think he's, he's honestly very satisfied in his, what he does, you know, on a daily basis. And the fact that he's a provider and maybe that's his creativity that, you know, yeah. how can I best provide for my family? I'm jealous of people that are, feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm doing good things for Scar. I know I'm doing good things for uh, my life. I'm happy. I love making food, that whole thing. But like, I'm also, you know, I'm the most unsatisfied, satisfied person in the world, <laughs> you know. Um, okay. Sarah Connor, uh, or I'm sorry, La- Linda Hamilton, uh, she reprised her role as Sarah Connor in Terminator Dark Fate, her first starring role as character as the character since 1991. So she was in uh Terminator Dark Fate in ni- in 2019. Oh, that's her okay. late that's her, that's her uh latest role. I think she probably, you know, hasn't done much. Well, maybe she's doing something now and she's keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, that's all I know about this woman. I mean, good to know. It's quite a bit. Oh, um, spiraling things. You actually asked in there it, uh, to spiral in anxiety. Is it a wormhole? It's actually a rabbit hole. You go rabbit down hole. a rabbit hole, um, which means to stumble into a bizarre and disorienting alternate reality or a confusing, illogical situation, which I find myself often in. I thought a rabbit hole was like when Go you're, because um, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts mm-hmm. and watch a lot. of. So me going down the rabbit hole is like doing so much research yeah. about something and just, you know, going down and down and deeper and deeper and deeper into the research to find yeah, out what the truth is. Like that for me is going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, you stumble into a bizarre and disorienting <laughs> alternate reality in it. I used to love doing that. I love doing it now. <laughs> like sometimes I just get involved in stuff and that's like, it, it gets exciting. Like if you, that's why I think these people, a lot of people who are um, worried that we never went on the moon, I think that's fun for them. That might be the, like, you know, what are they called? Um, conspiracy theory theorists. Yeah. yeah. I think it's fun to think about things like not being as they are. Yeah, it's a break from reality. We all need that. We need some type of reprieve, a daily yeah. reprieve. We need some type of break, you know, because if we're processing yeah. all the time what's going on now, it, we could go insane. Well, and it it really is fun to be like part of something that you think you know something <laughs> that happened that other people don't. And you're like, yeah. okay, I'm so much more intelligent than they are because... <laughs> I know this. Why can't they see this? Yeah. I like, I mean, I want to be one of those people, except for I don't care about a lot. 
that's where I get like a little nutty. Yeah. All right. But that's all I got. That's, that's all, all I got for this afterbirth. After. See you next Tuesday. See ya next Tuesday. I love you. I love you too. See you next Tuesday. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Rate and follow us if you like us. If you don't, please don't. And come visit us at www.theweneedhelppodcast.com. There you can find show notes, links for books. You can join Audible, which is, you know, how we actually read our books. (laughs) We listen to them and we have special exclusive content just for you. Also, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon account. That's where you can support us financially because we need it. And it can be anywhere from a dollar to $100 billion (laughs) a month, you know, whatever you can afford. (laughs) And uh, the link to our Patreon account is www.patreon and that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash we need help podcast. And you can support, um, You can support us on there. We would really appreciate it because we do need help. Awesome. And we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thanks, loves. Bye.